Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, Look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the waitlist before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the waitlist right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Babe podcast. I hope you're having the best day today. It is actually a little bit later than 5 a.m., just like I recorded my last episode at 5 a.m. It's a little later in the morning, so hopefully my voice is going to sound a lot better. Um, It is very, very gloomy, cloudy, rainy day in LA, but you know what? I feel so grateful for it, even though this is the reason why I moved away from Seattle. Thankfully, LA is not always like this, and honestly, we really need the rainy guys. I've seen some crazy wildfires straight from my apartment building, like from the ninth floor, I could see the hills behind us up in flames. And it was so scary. And I know that so many people were affected by the fires in Southern California this year. So you know what? I'm sending all my love and gratitude towards this rain. Um, As I said, I hope you're having a fantastic day because today I'm going to bring you guys somewhat of a controversial topic. And yes, you read it right in the title. Your girl is going to Costa Rica to drink a hallucinogenic brew called ayahuasca for the sake of spirituality, soul level growth, immersion into the unknown, and receiving massive healing. So I know I sprinkled a little bit of a clue in my last episode that I am embarking on this brand new, super unknown, super woo-woo, super like what am I doing chapter in my life, but 
At the same time, it has never felt more right. And I want to share everything that I'm planning on doing and everything that I plan on experiencing, even though that's such an ironic thing to say because you cannot plan what happens when you drink something like ayahuasca. But I want to share with you guys just like my take on this, why I'm doing this. Perhaps this is something maybe that you've considered as well. And whether or not you've considered it, at least maybe you've been curious. And so you want to hear, um, at least from my perspective and why I'm doing this. So I'm getting on a plane this Friday to go to Costa Rica. And I've been at Costa Rica like at least six or seven times now. Um, But this time is going to be a very different trip. Brennan is not coming with me. I'm going with a group of girlfriends that I love. And um, we decided to experience this together for the sake of spiritual growth and the sake of really unlocking whatever it is that is um, coming our way in 2020. Um, We all feel a huge shift coming up on the horizon. We all feel that something is going to change. We don't know what it is, but we are ready for it. We are in total surrender mode and um, we love to explore the inner workings of the mind and we're obsessed with this kind of spiritual growth. So that's why we're doing what we're doing. And I officially leave on Friday, so I wanted to get this episode out before I left. So again, this is some pretty controversial stuff. And you know what, you guys, my ego has thought about this a lot. And so has my higher self. And my ego would like me to just go have this experience on my own and, you know, hide it from everyone. And it's very easy for me to just pretend like it never happened and have my own experience and not talk about it, not let anybody know just for the sake of like fear of judgment and fear of, you know, what will people think? And what if they think I'm like this crazy druggie and they unfollow me and whatever. But my higher self is asking me to unapologetically share this experience with you because first of all, you're my spiritual family. I see you guys as my spiritual family. As I mentioned in my last podcast episode, you guys are the people who I feel most connected with. It's those who listen to my podcast. And yes, I know like I can't exactly know who you are. It's not like on Instagram where I can see who's following me and who isn't. I don't know who's subscribed to my podcast, but when I meet you guys in person or when you enroll inside of my academy so that we can work closer together, I notice that it's those people who listen to my podcast and listen to every single episode and feel so connected to me is who I feel most connected to. And you guys are my spiritual family and I will always, always, I promise, even though it scares me shitless. I will always be transparent with you as my journey evolves and just take you like under my wing and we can just fly together wherever we go. So whether or not you agree with my decision, I'm still going to share it um, and make this episode educational, whether or not you ever decide to do something like ayahuasca at any point in your future. Now, as with everything nowadays, we got to put in a disclaimer, right? So I'm going to give you guys a disclaimer. And my disclaimer is that I am not a health professional and I'm only speaking from personal research and experience here. Um, I'm not telling you what to do ever, 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 nor do I recommend you just go and drink ayahuasca too. Um, I definitely recommend doing your own research. I will provide you guys with the exact same sources in the show notes 
of how I learned about ayahuasca besides just word of mouth and the research that I have done and what I have read and all the stuff that's led me to make my decision. And I don't make decisions simply from logical left brain information anymore. I definitely involve my intuition and my soul. But of course, it helps to know the facts. It helps to know, you know, what to expect. So I'm just going to gift you guys the exact same resources that I had so that you can make a decision for yourself. And maybe at some point in the future, you want to do this. Maybe you've already done this. Maybe you have no plan. I just want you to always go after whatever your soul is personally calling you to. Okay. I hope we can agree on that because that's so important. If your soul is telling you no, I hope you always listen. And if your soul is telling you yes, I hope you always listen to that call as well. Your ego most of the time will tell you no when it comes to stepping outside of your comfort zone. The answer is always no. And when it comes to staying safe and playing small, the answer is always yes, right? So I hope you don't listen to your ego because that yes or no is completely the opposite to what your soul is calling you to do, to try, to say, to speak, to experience, and so on and so forth. So for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, like Catherine, what? A hallucinogenic brew? Like what is ayahuasca? So I want to give you guys a little breakdown. I call WTF is ayahuasca. So ayahuasca is a type of plant medicine. Okay. That's what it's been known as is a plant medicine. And there are many different plant medicines. The one that I'm personally, um, uh, have personally experienced with before in the past has been something called psilocybin mushrooms. That's been my very first and only encounter with plant medicine. Um, and ayahuasca is another type of plant, plant medicine that is essentially known as one of the most powerful healing modalities known to humankind. So a little bit of history. Ayahuasca is said to be uh, channeled into the consciousness of the indigenous tribes of the Amazon jungle thousands of years ago. So the indigenous tribes literally got this information on a soul level where if they could mix two different plants, right? So ayahuasca is made of two different plants found in the Amazon that when they are mixed and brewed together, they create the brew known as ayahuasca. And ayahuasca is considered to be the spiritual gift to humanity for spiritual enlightenment and essentially travel to other dimensions. Um, And essentially what it does is it allows you to go deep into the human psyche, deep into the subconscious mind, um, and essentially heal whatever it is that's holding you back on a mental, spiritual, physical, uh, mental, all the different levels. And this ayahuasca, essentially what it does is it breaks down reality as you currently know it and completely eradicates or eliminates the ego, at least temporarily, because of course, if you eradicate your ego, you're going to die, right? So we don't want to do that because you want to stay, you want to come back into the 3D physical world. So what ayahuasca allows you to do is temporarily travel to other dimensions or temporarily eliminate or eradicate your ego so that you can experience uh, life through your soul or higher calling or or higher power for about, um, it just depends on how long it lasts. It's supposed to last like the trip or the high per se 
lasts about eight to 12 hours, sometimes less, sometimes more. Um, what's inside the ayahuasca brew that makes it this experience, this hallucinogenic property, um, is called DMT. And that's also known as the spirit molecule. And I'm, I think that there's a documentary actually about uh, DMT and the properties of DMT and, and what it essentially does to our bodies. And it's a hallucinogenic compound that is actually naturally found inside the pineal gland um, of our brains. So we actually contain DMT inside of our bodies, but it is only really released when we die, which I think is so fascinating because to think that um, DMT is released when we die allows us to have an easier crossover to the other side. So what DMT essentially does is it eliminates this 3D physical reality and shows us the other dimension and allows us to cross over. So I think it's so fascinating that we can actually create this experience uh, temporarily without actually dying um, and essentially cross over to the other side, but be able to come back. I know this sounds so crazy and so woo-woo, but bear with me. Um, ayahuasca is considered to be very, very safe only when taken with in the right set, in the right setting, with the right people and shamans. It's very important that you do it with shamans who know what they're doing. Okay. And obviously, you know, as I said in the disclaimer, do your own research, please, because there are times when you cannot do it. There are times when you can do it. You really got to know what you're doing, who you're doing it with, and where you are doing it. So this is not something that you're just going to find at your local grocery store. It's not something that I hope you just search for on the internet. I really hope that if this has been something calling your name, you go to a licensed facility per se, like I am going to one, um, where it is illegal so that they can, uh, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Not manage it, but they can um, essentially look after the quality and, and do the quality assurance and stuff like that. And also if you are taking medications of some sort, or you are on certain herbal supplements, or you are eating a certain diet, it might not work for you, or it might have adverse effects. So it's very important to know what you're doing. Um, now why am I doing this? So funny story, the very first time I heard about ayahuasca was actually at a round table with other platinum partners about two years ago. And all of a sudden, the conversation turned to everybody talking about their experience with plant medicine, but they didn't call it plant medicine. So I didn't know that it was plant medicine versus a drug. And so initially I was horrified, right? Because I tend to uh, live my life very cleanly, um, you know, just personal preference. I abstain from drugs. I abstain from um, alcohol for the most part. I abstain from anything that might alter, you know, my, my mind and my thinking. And I prefer to live a very clean and healthy life. And so initially I thought it was a drug and I just, oh my God, I was judging them so hardcore. And now that I look back, I was like, oh my God, I didn't even ask any questions. I didn't even get educated about it. I just placed a judgment on these people and decided that I do not want to hang out with other druggies, right? And I don't think that I've hung out with them ever since, even though I've talked to a few people. Um, I just realized that I literally haven't hung out with them ever since. But I thank those people for opening me up and name dropping something like ayahuasca, because if it wasn't for them, initially, I would never have interest or it would never be in on my radar to actually uh, pick up 
you know, any information that may have come my way because lots has come my way since. So ever since that moment, I, a lot of people that I respect, that I love, um, who are even my mentors started talking about this thing called ayahuasca. And I'm like, why does it keep coming up? What is this? You know, like, let me, let me do some research. And it wasn't until I started watching some YouTube videos and some documentaries. Like there's a really good one that I'm going to recommend for you guys. If you really want to see, uh, you know, um, you know, some more experiences and more information on ayahuasca. And, you know, um, I think they feature some celebrities in there and actually the owner of the facility that I'm visiting, um, his story is shared in there as well. And it's called the reality of truth. You can find it on Gaia or you can find it on YouTube. And I'm going to put the YouTube link in my show notes description. So that's when my interest was really peaked, right? And I got educated and realized that it wasn't a drug. It was a powerful healing modality that is available to the person who is ready for it. And it's a plant medicine and our body actually has receptors for it. So unlike some man-made drugs, uh, man-made drugs can affect your like breathing or your heart rate or your life even because we don't have the proper receptors to something like man-made drugs, at least from how I understand it. And with plant medicine, something like ayahuasca, you don't have receptors for it on your brain stem, but you have receptors for it on other parts of your brain. Because of course, you know, uh, the pineal gland actually contains DMT. So of course you have receptors for it and that's why you're able to experience it without it having any adverse effects. Now that doesn't mean that it's easy to handle. I'll get into that. Uh, but just so you know, for the majority, if you're doing it with the right people in the right facility with the right shaman, it should generally be safe. Now it's not for everyone. I get that. And especially since I'm the kind of person, oh my God, like this has been such a lesson for me in surrender and letting go of control. And it's been the lesson for me um, of 2019. And I can feel it being the lesson for me to have the best next decade, um, as we call it, 2020, you know, 2020 and beyond. And I'm the kind of person who didn't realize that she loves control so much. I thought that I was so good at surrendering because I'm, you know, I've developed my manifesting skills and I feel like I've been able to manifest a pretty cool life. Um, but there's still elements of me that just hangs on to control and just wants to control things in her 3D reality. And that's the thing with ayahuasca or plant medicine or even the plant medicine that I've tried before in the past and had a uh, very, very great experience with. Initially, you know, I was just so holding back. I just could not let go. I started panicking. I started having um, what they call a bad trip, even though there's no such thing as a bad trip. It's the trip that you needed to have. But it's just these negative thought patterns that keep getting repeated over and over and over again. And it causes panic inside of you and it causes anxiety and you start freaking out. And the only cure to a bad trip is for you to just surrender and go on the ride. And so, you know, um, for me, that's really like the thing that um, I know I need. And I'm so willing to do whatever it takes to let go of any of those last remaining fears when it comes to uh, releasing control in my life. And that's really what I'm most excited about for me. Now, ayahuasca is definitely not for everyone, but I am personally very obsessed with exploring what's beyond our reality. And it's been calling me and I finally decided to answer to the call. So 
I'm going to this place called Rhythmia. You may have heard of it before. Maybe you haven't. It's called Rhythmia Life Advancement Center. And maybe you've heard of it because a lot of influencers are going to Rhythmia as Rhythmia is um, obviously offering them a free stay, a free experience in exchange for promotional content. And although I can easily do this, um, I decided to pay my way through and I decided to have my own experience and let it be an option whether I'm sharing this with you guys or not. And I decided obviously to share it, but um, I really wanted to create the most unbiased experience for myself so that you guys can get my most unbiased truth. And obviously I'm going to record either a podcast or a series after when I come back so that you guys can hear all about what actually happened and what I actually experienced and what I recommended or what I not recommended. Um, but that's why I decided to just go as a guest like my on my own and um, not do the influencer thing. Now, I learned about Rhythmia in the documentary, The Reality of Truth. And um, again, you can find it on Gaia or YouTube, but I'm definitely going to link it. The reason why I chose Rhythmia is because First of all, it's an all-inclusive luxury five-star resort in Costa Rica. And I've been to Costa Rica, specifically the region in which Rhythmia is located. It's located like an hour away from where I always stay when I go to Costa Rica. So I feel very comfortable going there. It doesn't feel like, especially since I'm going um, on my own without Brennan, that's what I mean by on my own, I'm flying on my own. Um, I feel a lot more comfortable going somewhere that I've already been. And I love Costa Rica. I love the people. It just feels very comfortable and safe for me, especially, you know, it's already like so uncomfortable to... (laughs) to go and do this. So I decided that not to add another layer of anxiety or not add another layer of discomfort to this, to go to a place that I know. And the other great part about Rhythmia is that it's medically licensed facility. So um, they make sure they have doctors and they do medical screenings and they make sure that you're safe while going through the ceremonies. And a ceremony is essentially the period in which you are doing the plant medicine uh, with the shamans. Um, it's typically at night and there are four ceremonies that happen in a row. So you arrive to Rhythmia, like let's say on a Saturday or Sunday, um, they have like orientation. And what I love about Rhythmia is that they know that a lot of people are coming as first timers and a lot of people you know, maybe are nervous about going to the jungles of the Amazon or the jungles of Peru. And so they chose Rhythmia because it just feels, you know, it's a, first of all, luxury five-star resort. So you have all the comforts of like hotel living, but then you're going on a spiritual immersion trip, right? So it really allows you to let go and surrender because you feel safe and you feel so taken care of. Um, And they have a lot of like orientations, And they answer all your questions and you hear about the stories and you hear about testimonials from people there and you are essentially getting like a uh, A through Z lesson in all the workings of plant medicine and what to expect and what not to expect and what to do and what not to do. And you just feel so comfortable by the time the first ceremony rolls around, which is from Monday through Thursday. So it's four ceremonies in a row and they last about, again, eight hours, seven, eight hours. And you go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and every single day they have stuff like um, integration circles, which I really love. 
because of course, when you're doing something like this, you have to be able to integrate it. You have to be able to talk through it. You have to have your questions answered by the shamans or by the facilitators, because this is something that could be so confusing for someone, especially like someone who is unfamiliar with you know, doing soul work or doing ego work or doing shadow work or doing um, higher self work. And it can be very intimidating and very confusing, especially when you don't understand what you've been shown um, or what you are experiencing. So um, ayahuasca is believed to be guided uh, by a plant spirit called Mother Ayahuasca. And it's a feminine energy. And a lot of people who do ayahuasca, they um, always report that uh, they were able to communicate with some sort of feminine spirit. Like it feels like a mother spirit, right? And this mother spirit will show you things um, in order to help you clear something, in order to help you heal something. She will take you to your biggest fears or she will show you something beautiful. You just never know what to expect, right? And so being able to integrate this on an everyday basis and being able to really talk through and work through whatever it is that Mother Ayahuasca showed you makes the biggest difference. It is, it's the thing that avoids being traumatized by the experience. And I know I've heard horror stories in the past where people just go to like a, someone's random house, um, even here in the United States, and um, they do ayahuasca and they think it's going to be like this fun night, but they end up traumatized because first of all, they go without um, knowing what it is or knowing what it's capable of doing. They experience it and then they just go home and they're often left confused, which at Rhythmia, they make sure that by the time you leave, like you can't just get up and leave after day two, like you have to stay the whole time. Um, you don't have to do the plant medicine ceremony. So they obviously have like, it's really a retreat center. So they have stuff like yoga and breath work and massages and colonics even and mud baths and organic foods and all this stuff. Right. Um, but you're required to stay the full seven days so that they can make sure that everyone has integrated their experience. Um, and you know, personally for me, going to like the jungles of Peru, um, you know, or the jungles of South America and finding a, like a shaman, um, and not really, you know, knowing if they're vetted or not, or who they are and if the facility is safe or not, or legit or not makes me really nervous. And, um, I also know that, you know, with the growth of things like this, you know, ayahuasca tourism has really grown in South America. And so there are some, there's lots of great people, but there's also, you know, you guys, sometimes you, you have the shady people that decide to get involved simply to make an extra buck, right? Because, when ego is driven by money, the ego tends to do some crazy wild things. Um, and you guys know that I teach, you know, how to attract money via the uh, motivations of your higher self, right? The motivations of being um, at service to others rather than service to self. And, you know, of course you have people who run their life through their egos and they do take advantage of people. And so there have been some, again, horror stories of people taking advantage of, um, especially when they just don't know exactly where they're going or who they're doing it with. So the, the decision that I feel most aligned with right now is going to Rhythmia because it's been vetted by so many people I trust. I mean, just go on their Instagram account or just go follow like just about any of your favorite uh, spiritual influencers. And I guarantee you'll see some sort of report, um, whether it's podcast episode or a post or a video or something where they've gone to Rhythmia. It's just that popular. Um, and that's what makes me feel comfortable with it. 
And, you know, guys, I've hosted so many retreats. And what I love about hosting my own retreats, um, first of all, if you're listening to this podcast episode, I don't know if this is still available yet, but I'm going to announce it just in case. Um, My Bali annual Bali retreat was sold out within 36 hours of it opening for 2020, for April 2020. And there was just such an influx of people being like, what? Ha, ah, I've been saving up all year for this. I've been waiting for you to open it up. And just because, you know, they didn't go on Instagram for one day, because it literally sold out in like a day and a half that they missed the opening. And so my team and I decided to expand the villa because we, we are able to expand it by an additional um, two bedrooms. And so we decided to bring on four more people to the Bali retreat. And at the time of this recording, there are two spots left. Two spots were taken by our past students last week. And so we have two more spots for the Bali retreat. If you guys are um, interested in coming, again, it's for April of 2020, um, the Manifestation Bay Bali retreat, uh, such an amazing experience. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Um, if you want to come hang out with me and 15 other beautiful souls in Bali, and of course, not just hang out, but like go through a transformational experience and see that part of the world, um, email my team right away. Hello at manifestationbabe.com. And hopefully there's a spot left um, open to you. Um, and so anyway, I've hosted many retreats, you guys, just like the Bali retreat. And what I love about hosting my Bali retreat is that I have never been to a retreat. So I had absolutely no influence as to what retreats are supposed to be like. I just created the retreat that I would have wanted to go on. And I created the retreat that I believe would create the most transformation in people's lives. And I feel very, very honored to have been able to to do that without being influenced by what other people do at their retreat. But Saying that, I have yet to have my own retreat experience. So I'm really looking forward to having my retreat, like somebody holding space for me, right? And actually one of my friends, um, I don't know if you follow her, her name is Mel Wells. Um, She's openly speaking about this experience. So I feel comfortable dropping her name. I'm not going to drop everyone's names that I'm going with just because I don't know if everyone's comfortable being announced um, as going to Costa Rica with me. But she was talking about, you know, she also host retreats. And she was mentioning that as part of her kind of announcement video that she made for Instagram, that she has held space for so many people. And now it's time for space to be held for her. And I would say that that's what I'm also looking forward to most is to have that space held for me by the people, by Rhythmia, by the plant medicine herself, um, by the shamans, et cetera, et cetera. So what do you expect from doing ayahuasca, right? I mentioned what it is, why I'm doing it, how I heard about it, why I'm going to Rhythmia, but I haven't really talked about like, okay, so Catherine, you drink the brew, right? You drink the hallucinogenic psychedelic brew. What happens next? So I've obviously watched a ton of videos. I've talked to a lot of people who've done it in the past. It is not an easy process. It is not like taking a fun drug or like drinking some alcohol and partying. It is totally the opposite of that. In fact, many people have reported to me by people I trust and just watching um, people's experiences on YouTube that it's one of the hardest things that they have ever done because 
ayahuasca is not just a fun time where you see some awesome visuals, you trip balls, and it's done, right? This is a process of massive healing. And with healing, you guys, comes uh, first pain, right? Because in order for you to heal something, you must first feel it. You must first experience it. You must first know why it needs to be healed before you're able to finally heal it and let it go. You can't just heal something by burrowing it down deep in your psyche. You can't heal something by repressing it. You cannot heal something by suppressing it. You have to heal it by feeling it and letting go and surrendering. And there is purging involved. So you know, it is believed that, first of all, within the first like 30 to 60 minutes of drinking the brew, you uh, go through a purging process. And purging can mean uh, crying, laughing. Most likely it means um, throwing up. So vomiting. Um, it could be diarrhea. It could be like any any uh, way of you releasing on a physical level emotions, traumas, um, addictions, uh, negative thought patterns, limiting beliefs, fears, you will go through that purging process. Not always. Typically, it's in the first ceremony that you ever do because ayahuasca is known to completely heal your body. And I know that sounds so far-fetched, but it's um, been known that ayahuasca is capable of killing like parasites and toxins in your body. And it's just a powerful detox process. And if you've ever done a detox, like ever in your life, I know I've done a few, you know, when you get like a headache, you get a really bad headache, you might feel nauseous, you might just feel off for at least a couple of days. And then afterwards, you feel on top of the world, you feel amazing, you feel like you've let go like years of toxins from your body. It's very similar to that, except it's on a very, very, very high level. Um, and it is very fast. <laughs> so you will clear a lot in just one night. It's known that ayahuasca is um, essentially like doing 10 years of therapy in one night. That's why when people talk about ayahuasca, that's how they describe it. It's like doing 10 years of therapy in just a couple of hours by going through and experiencing, you know, the deepest parts of the psyche. It's, it's whatever mother ayahuasca wants to show you. She never gives you what you can't handle, but she will take you to the deepest, deepest parts of your psyche the subconscious mind, and she forces you to release whatever trauma, addictions, negative thought patterns, and limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. Now, I know a lot of people come to Rhythmia because they do have addictions that they want to let go of, or they have traumas that are holding them back. I know I personally recommended my mom to go to uh, Rhythmia, and um, I told her I don't want her to come with me, but I want her to go after or before me because, um, first of all, she also watched a documentary, and she's totally down for it and so excited, and will be planning to go, go to Rhythmia as well. And with my mom, she has a lot lot of trauma, um, a lot of patterns that I see coming back up that she hasn't let go of. And my mom is one of the strongest people I know. She's actually one of the people that I most respect in regards to letting go of the victim mentality. If there is someone who's entitled to be a victim, it is totally my mom, but she refuses to be a victim. And she believes 
I'm telling you guys, if you guys know the horror stories that have happened to my mom, it's like, I have no idea how this woman is still sane. Like I would have been, I would have gone insane by now. And she's just the strongest soul. And she has so many reasons to have given up in her life. And she never did. Um, and she's always taught me, you know, Catherine, life is happening for me. Um, life will always pay me back. And she's kind of in this phase right now in her life where life is kind of paying her back, um, which is so beautiful to witness. And she's one of the first people that taught me that the law of karma exists and all the negative things that have been done to you will be paid back to you. And it's going to be paid back tenfold your way. So any negative things or horrible things or anything that's happened to you, it is not because you attracted them to you for a reason, uh, for you know anything less than the fact that it's supposed to serve you later on in life. And my mom said she wouldn't, she would go back and repeat her past over and over again because of the gifts that it has given to her. And obviously, like, come on, that's you know, she doesn't really mean that she wants to go back and experience it again, but she said that she wouldn't change a single thing in her life. And I still notice some patterns within her, and I you know, wanting to be the good daughter and helping my mom, I recommended she go to Rhythmia because I, she definitely has some more letting go to do. And um, hopefully she goes and hopefully it gives her the experience that she really needs. But, you know, reliving trauma for some people can be, again, traumatizing, right? And not everyone's ready for it. And ayahuasca will take you on a journey that's completely, completely unpredictable. Um, and of course, you're only living through the deepest, darkest fears for the sake of releasing or healing them. Um, or you will have experiences with ayahuasca where you feel bliss and ecstasy and you are just learning. You are being taught about the interconnected workings of the universe and how reality is constructed. And, you know, by ayahuasca deconstructing your reality, you can learn to see that everything in 3D reality is just an illusion. And none of this is actually real. And the only thing that's real is the fact that we are all truly one with everything, with one another. And we are essentially just the universe expressing itself in human form. And life is nothing more than just a game. And it's only the suffering that we do to ourselves that are fact that affects us. It's the it's the limiting belief or, or uh, limitation that life is happening to us that really screws us up, right? The inability to forgive or let go or learn the lesson that life is teaching us. And part of the game is to learn lessons. And some lessons are very, very hard. And some lessons are easy. And, and sometimes, you know, things go very well in life. And, you know, there's all kinds of ups and downs and cycles and circles and things that you go through. But the nature of all of it is it's just a game to teach your soul something so that when you move on from this lifetime, you can take those lessons with you into another lifetime, right? Um, and I can go on and on and on about this, but really that's what ayahuasca is there to teach you. Um, sometimes you got to release something and sometimes you're going to learn something, but either way, it's always going to give you exactly what it is that you need. Now, Rhythmia has a belief. So Rhythmia's belief is that when some sort of trauma occurs in our childhood, we split from our soul, okay, where our soul kind of hangs out near our physical bodies, but isn't exactly in our physical bodies. And the intention, you know, the mission behind Rhythmia is uh, to provide guests with ayahuasca as part of the healing process to help people merge back 
with their souls so that they can be whole again. And this is quoted on their website, which I'll give you guys a link to this. They kind of have like a what is ayahuasca thing for the for the people who have um, signed up. So I'll give you guys like the little, um, it's not little, but it's a PDF that I can give you guys. And on there it says, um, which I find so interesting and makes sense, all disease, mental disorders, and addictions stem from this split from our souls. When you reunite with your soul, everything gets healed. And when you are reunited with your soul, you remember who you truly are and you stop serving your ego in your life and you start serving your higher self. And I agree with this because if you think about it, when you know how pure your soul is and who you truly are at your core, all fears, all anxieties, all limitations, all the things that are holding you back kind of melt away and you go back into alignment with your purpose. Like, why are you here? Who are you really to serve? What is your mission behind incarnating onto this planet? And if you think about kids, um, if you ever look at a kid before the age of five or even seven or three or whatever, they are just so in flow They are just, they're so childlike. I mean, obviously they're a child, but they're just so happy and joyful and they're playing and they're exploring and they have no judgment of others. They have no judgments of what's going on. They're just learning. They are 100% just playing the game of life. And then some sort of trauma occurs. And of course, it's on varying degrees. And then all of a sudden, it's like kids start putting themselves in the box or they start judging other people or they start putting other people in a box. Um, And that's when the ego, you know, comes through really. And when people start living from their ego and focusing more on how to avoid pain rather than just simply the pursuit of pleasure. A lot of their motivators is how do I avoid pain? How do I avoid this? How do I avoid that? Instead of what can I do today to bring me joy? What is it that I want to play with today, right? Think about kids. They're just focused on exploration and play. And the split from your soul essentially is when your soul does not feel safe within the body. And so it stays next to the body or within the realm of the body, but not actually inside the body. And that's when things like diseases come up, right? Illnesses come up or anxieties or addictions or the need to fill a void is because you feel like something is missing. And because something is missing, you're constantly trying to fill this void. And so a lot of people go toward, you know, certain habits that aren't necessarily good for you. Um, And addictions aren't just alcohol and drugs and substances. Addictions can be like addictions to sex, addictions to food, addictions to self-harm, addictions to negative thoughts, right? Certain patterns. You can get addicted to a lot of things because you think that it's fulfilling some of your human needs, which I'm going to talk about in the next episode, which is called Why We Do What We Do or why people do what they do. And it's fascinating, but you start feeling certain needs, thinking that that thing is going to fill that void when really it doesn't. And so you keep doing more of it and more of it and more of it. And it might fill that need for about 20 minutes, you know, a day, a week max, but ultimately it's not allowing your soul to come back into your body. And so therefore you never actually feel complete. So I think that's so fascinating. Of course, you can do this process with like a healer. You can do this process in meditation and hypnosis. There's 
Um, I think it's called soul retrieval. It's when you call back your soul into your body. Um, again, I'm not an expert in this, but I've done some work around this. And I think it's fascinating because doing something like ayahuasca, you know, as a spiritual gift to humanity, essentially you're speeding up the process and you're um, bringing your soul back into your body, uh, essentially in one night or in a series of four ceremonies as Rhythmia um, says that it will happen. And every time you go into a ceremony, you're supposed to set an intention and your intention can be whatever you want. Um, Rhythmia has its recommendations. I know that for night one, there's an intention, which is show me who I've become. And then night four, I know is merge me back with my soul at all costs. So that's kind of the intention that you're working with. And some people report like when you are under the influence of the spirit of mother ayahuasca, you essentially can have a conversation with her. And she basically becomes like this, um, uh, I think they call her like a consult or consultant or whatever for your life. And you can ask her to show you things. And some, you know, for me, just to give you guys an idea of what I'm looking forward to is I really want to ask her, um, show me my life at my highest potential. Like if I were to completely let go of all the fears and all the crap that's holding me back, show me what my life would look like, right? And then obviously I'm going to ask her to help me let go of a lot of my fears, which I know I'm not looking forward to because I know that in order for you to let go of something, you got to heal it. And to heal it means to feel it. And so (laughs) I'm not looking forward to that, but I'm really, really, really just putting my eyes on the prize. And I guess that's like an egoic thing to say because there is no prize, right? There is no first place in life, right? Life is just an experience. Um, But I'm looking forward to just the outcome that I'm looking for, which the outcome is healing. And whatever that healing is going to bring to me is whatever that I'm truly open to. Um, Now, I know a lot of you guys are asking, do you need to do ayahuasca in order to reach spiritual enlightenment? <laughs> so, of course not. And, you know, people who are huge proponents of ayahuasca themselves say that you really don't need it. It's not something that you need in order to be considered spiritual or reach spiritual enlightenment because, again, you are a pure soul. You are pure consciousness having the human experience and you are already spiritually enlightened, right? As long as you're doing the inner work and as long as you're living your life um, through your higher self, you are spiritually enlightened, you know, at least I would consider you to be. As long as you're learning about yourself and you're self-aware and you're growing and you are doing the things that help you feel more connected and more in alignment with source, I believe that you are reaching the things that you could reach by doing ayahuasca. So you can meditate, you can do breath work, you can participate in other activities that bring you closer to your soul without completely losing sense of your 3D reality. And I just want to reiterate this again, that just because I'm doing it, you guys, does not mean that I'm saying you have to as well. And I hope you know that. I hope that this is not like an advertisement. I hope you guys know that this is like just me sharing my perspective, my story. And if it interests you, Like, obviously, you know, here's the deets, here's why, here's some sources, and you can make your own decision. But maybe you are not interested um, and never will be interested, but you're also just curious to hear more about it, just so that you can be educated to support anyone in your life who might uh, make this decision in the future. 
Um, I just personally love going, going all in and experiencing things for myself. And then of course, sharing those lessons with you, um, and making things easier for you. And I I'm of the belief now that the universe, as I'm looking at a pillow right now, and I actually bought a pillow the other day that says when the universe has a bigger plan for your life, dot, dot, dot. And I bought this pillow because, My intention for ayahuasca, of course, is just surrendering into this big plan that the universe has in store for me. And I have so many fucking fears when it comes to it. It's like almost embarrassing to admit it, but I really do. And I think that because I'm on the verge of a massive breakthrough, that's why I'm feeling these emotions more than I normally would. And I'm like doubting myself more than I would. And I'm like overthinking things more than I normally would. And, you know, like life just kind of peels back the layers and you think that you've already worked through something until it peels back the next layer layer. And you're like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to start over. You know, I thought I worked through this like four years ago. Why am I going through this? And the universe always has a bigger, bigger plan for you. And that's, you know, I believe that whatever lessons I'm meant to learn through this, I'm meant to share. And I just think that part of the universe's plan for me is to have me experience things just so I can share them with you. Um, Just so I can take you on a journey to make things a little easier for you in your life so that you can live your best life no matter what. So um, I mentioned this a couple times, but I have it in my notes again. You know, what do I hope to get out of it? So first of all, fears, letting go of fears, Um, ready to surrender what's in the plan for 2020. And then I have some personal intentions around letting go of all that's holding me back that I'm bringing to the ceremonies, but I'm also completely open to what's meant to happen. Um, I'm going on a soul journey, you guys. I'm buckling up my seatbelt and I don't know where the car is going, but I'm going on a soul journey. I have no idea what to expect. And honestly, it's like one of the best ways to approach plant medicine is with no expectations, because it really, if you're having expectations, are you actually letting go of control? Are you actually surrendering? And this can be applied to your daily life, you guys. You know, the universe has a bigger plan for your life. You got to trust that. And the only thing you can really do, the only thing you're really in control of is by buckling up your seatbelt. Okay, so you have a seatbelt that can serve as your comfort and security. But besides that, like you got to let go of the wheel. You know how they say like Jesus, take hold of the wheel. Like you need to let whatever you believe in take hold of the wheel and have no expectations except for gratitude, pure gratitude for the, the opportunity that you have, you know, for the life that you have and the opportunity that you have to grow and to experience and to play the game of life. Um, And that's it. And just know that the universe always has a bigger plan in store for you. So you guys, I'm leaving on Friday. I'll be recording either a summary podcast or perhaps a series. So I'm super curious if you're listening to this episode and you've made it down to this point, you've made it thus far about 50 minutes into the episode. I want you guys to let me know. Do you want a series where I really break down like the each ceremony or really break down into a series of what I experienced um, my first time doing ayahuasca? Or would you prefer just a summary podcast where I lay it all out, a super summarized version, but just one episode. So it's not taking up too many of my episodes on my podcast. So let me know. And of course, stay tuned for that. And again, as I mentioned in the show notes, I will share with you a couple of sources for educational purposes where you can either watch the documentary yourself 
or you can do some reading. Um, maybe I'll tag in some YouTube videos of other people's experiences. So maybe that'll be helpful for you. Maybe you have plans to visit Rhythmia. I'll also provide their website. And again, I just want to reiterate that this is not an ad. I'm not paid. Rhythmia probably has no idea who I am. Um, <laughs> I literally just paid my way through. I'm showing up as a guest, but I will, of course, shout them out, um, give you guys their website in case you want to book your own spiritual retreat in the future. And again, um, sign up for the Bali retreat if you haven't already, if there are spots left. So make sure you email hello at manifestationwave.com and hopefully I see you in Bali. And besides that, you guys, um, I hope you have the most fantastic day. I'm recording as many episodes as I can get out during this week before I leave for Costa Rica. So enjoy all the future episodes coming out. Um, and I love you so much. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at manifestation, babe, or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.